Welcome to For What It's Worth podcast. I'm your host, David Oglesby, along with my co-host, Bronson Stewart, from the heart of Franklin, Texas. Each week, we talk about topics ranging from sports to politics to pop culture, but our ultimate goal is to weave the truth of Jesus into everything we do. Thanks for joining us today. If you like what you hear, please share it, subscribe, and mention it to a friend. Now let's jump into your weekly dose of For What It's Worth. I'm always ready. You ready to begin? I'm ready to you begin. Wanna, you want to keep messing messing with your phone? Are you recording? <laughs> What's you, up? You're the one that said you like to start the podcasts conversationally. Very true, very true. What a great uh, show we've got today. Big weekend. Don't know what your weekend plans are, but our weekend plans are slammed. It's cold here in, what do we call this, South Central Texas? Uh, well, South I Central? wouldn't know because I'm a Floridian. Yeah, it's cold here, Floridian. David is in uh, sweats, a uh, giant puffer jacket. Yep. Um, some big-time things like that. So we are here today uh, getting ready. Soccer wraps up Saturday. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Woo! No more. Now check this out. We have played an entire season. Okay? You play the game. You have your record. You send your record in. Okay? What? Yeah, so you, I assume they're tracking records, right, for seeding in the tournament. So the tournament Have you starts. Been tracking? The tournament starts tomorrow. They send a text saying, "Hey, we're going to show up, and we're going to draw. You're going to draw out of a hat who you play in the first round of the tournament." What? Yeah. Why do we? Why would you? Why would you be what? recording wins and losses? I know. Well, we handed out participation. We strategically, at this point? we strategically played to a late game tie with the team. So as not to take an risk taking an L, all for naught. All Soccer. for naught. This is why this is why you stick to American sports. Facts. But Bro. today Facts. we've got a great show for you. You're gonna love what we talk about the Kyle Rittenhouse uh, story. We anticipated that today we would undoubtedly be covering the verdict of the Kyle Rittenhouse case. And as of the moment of this recording, I guess that's what you were doing, was uh, checking uh, Twitter. Nothing. We are still watching for any kind of update. And if it breaks while we're recording this podcast, we'll, you'll bear with us and we'll get that in. But we're going to look at, uh, in honor of Veterans Day, which came just a couple weeks ago, and, and uh, the freedoms that we have here. But the piece de resistance. The best part. Is we have for you the top thanksgiving sides listen to us stick around do not roll up to your family's thanksgiving without consulting us we we, we are going to steer you please don't we're going to steer you in the right direction but we begin with the kyle rittenhouse verdict uh today still no verdict and so where are we in the case what does this mean david you got any thoughts on we're, we're three days in. You're going to have to break it down for me because I still don't understand how this is uh, going on. Well, I, I'll break it down just based on opinion because I don't, I mean, there's not a lot of facts. Remember, to, it's our opinion. It's what we think, and we hope it's of some value to you. But the mainstream media mob, here's what I think, plain and simple. I think the mainstream media mob has flexed its muscles in this case. They're not very big. And no, they're huge. I mean, they they control every. This proves that it sucks. It sucks that they are 
doing everything in their power to drive the decision that they deem uh, right. I'm using right. air quotes yeah. here. You can't see us. That they deem right. I mean, we could go down it. The judge has been called racist because uh, of his um, uh, the the American flag sits behind him. He's been called racist because he's got Lee Greenwood on his ringtone when it when it goes off and. You know, the jury has been followed. That was the breaking news yesterday. An MSNBC reporter yeah. followed the jury bus trying to get names and license plate numbers. And and they've got uh, groups threatening riots. I heard this morning that it is a very small courthouse. And I heard that the jurors, as they are inside the courthouse deliberating, can very clearly hear the groups out front chanting, no justice, no peace, I think yeah. is what they chant. So, you know, this is a small town. I heard Kenosha is less than um, is less than 100,000 people. And, you know, for me, I, j- I just don't understand. Why don't we, rec- we, we, we recognize this kind of behavior is not okay for our two-year-olds, right? Like when your child has a temper tantrum, you do not give in because right. we recognize I don't understand when the situation doesn't agree with our ideologies. This just seems like a really, really bad situation to be in. While I would think because of this lengthy deliberation, there has got to be people on the jury who either a think Kyle Rittenhouse is guilty of murder. Yeah. Or, and it could be and, and or are truly, and I think rightfully so, Terrified for their lives, absolutely, and their families, and absolutely. what comes out of their decision, absolutely. And I'm still trying to wrap my head around just some of the the groups that have come out um, and said. I, I saw a video in uh, in which uh, George Floyd's it's either his brother, something along the lines of uh, in his family um, that he was. Uh, attempting to get the names of people on the jury and you well, can yes, only I mean, imagine yes. i mean i don't know that that's linked to george floyd but there have been no that's attempts. what the video said sure, i'm just saying what the video said well, i don't know how true it is well your source is tiktok well so, that is very true uh but here let's recap hey, but um, a lot let, of let, americans let's, let's recap a couple things politics here. on tiktok that, that we know to be certain <laughs> okay so you've got Rosenbaum, these are some interesting developments that I think have really come out in the case. You have Rosenbaum, who had been released from a mental hospital that day. So that morning, Rosenbaum's released from a mental hospital. That night, he has done damage. He's flipped over porta potties. He's swung a chain at some people. He lit a dumpster on fire. They drug a a trailer into the middle of the street. They turned it on its side. They lit it on fire because there was a group of police vehicles uh, trying to come down the street in order to settle the violence. And uh, he's running around on all these videos. That's what's crazy. Don't forget this 2021. I mean, there's even a drone flying over it. This whole yeah. thing is caught on video. And yeah. I think this would be the, the piece of it. But he's literally... Uh, losing his mind. Then you have Gage Grosskreutz, uh, who he was in court six days earlier, and the only reason he was con- not convicted six days earlier of drunken driving was the prosecution in that case misfiled something, and wow. he was deemed innocent on a technicality. 
The guy's got a 10-year rap sheet. He's got violence, violence against a girlfriend, violence against his family members. He's got anti-police activity. And don't forget what I think is the really the craziest piece in this is that he's a convict he, he is a convicted felon. He's not allowed to possess a handgun. Yeah. Yet he has a handgun. He points the handgun at Kyle Rittenhouse and the state of Wisconsin is not charging him with any crimes. Wow. I do believe they're charging him with arson, which is what prevents him from being called as a as a defense witness. I'm, I'm I, you know, I obviously I don't know. Something like that. He's being charged with something, but not the gun crime, which is the exact crime that they began by charging Kyle Rittenhouse with, which right. the judge threw out this week that turns out under Wisconsin law at 17 years old, Kyle Rittenhouse could possess an AR-15. He could not buy one, which right. he did not, but he's allowed to be in possession of one. And so you have the 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 state of Wisconsin not charging a convicted felon who has a handgun, who shouldn't have been, who then pointed it at Kyle Rittenhouse, but relentlessly trying to destroy this kid's life and... And, you know, I'm with you. I, I don't really know where I sit on why it's taking so long, on what this means. Right. Um, but here's what I, if I just rack my thoughts, I think here's the deal. I think more than anything, I'm sad. Yeah. I'm, I'm sad for the parties involved. You watch him sitting there. He's now 18 years old. His mom's there, you know. I heard that this defense is costing near a million dollars and all the GoFundMe sites that GoFundMe and others that are like them have banned him from being able to go on and basically crowdsource income. Um, I'm sad. Yeah. And to me, to, to me, I think here's the piece that we're missing. The state and the defense have two very different jobs. The job of the state is truth. That's the state's job. That's not the defense's job. The defense of Kyle Rittenhouse, their job is not to to find the truth. Their job is to get Kyle Rittenhouse off. Right. That's their job. Ask Johnny Cochran. Your job, it doesn't matter if your guy's guilty or innocent. Your job is not the truth. Your job is to get them off. The state's job is truth. The state's job, listen to me, is not prosecution. The state's job is not a conviction. They've made it that, though. Mm. I think that's what makes me sad. The state has a higher calling. The state's job, that's how the criminal justice system here works. The state's job is to assess the evidence, see if it is or is not, and then make a decision what they want to do from there. Mm. They have a much higher calling than this than the defense does. Right. And they've called these guys... Gage Grosskreutz and Rosemont, they called them heroes. They they, sound they, like heroes they to me. put them on posters while saying that this kid who I think any one of us would have a have a pleasure of like, man, did he make a huge mistake being there for sure. Yeah. Yep. And it's sad that he didn't have someone in his life who'd say, Hey, listen, I know this this seems unjust, but you can't you can't go there and and put yourself in a really bad situation. Yeah. And he did. He put himself in a bad situation. But he did not go there to kill anybody. That's so obvious from this situation. And I don't know. At this point, what do you think is the what's the best case scenario at this point? Well I mean best case scenario 
he doesn't get charged with murder. I mean, because that's all. Well, that's, yeah. That, I guess that point, is best. I guess that's, that's best, best case. case scenario. That's, How about what's likely case scenario? Well, if you look at the evidence, you know, we like to look at the evidence, the facts. Um, it was obvious self-defense, and therefore, I, I don't think you can charge someone with murder in a self-defense. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that is true. That's I think, what I think will happen. Maybe I don't know. I don't have faith. I got two. It. I got two things. I think one of two things is going to happen. I think either we're going to get an egregious, erroneous decision on behalf of the jury, who basically makes a business decision in the room and says, "Hey, look, let's just give the mob what they want, and we know this will go to appeal, and we'll kick the can down the road to another jury." Yeah, and they'll probably do it in a bigger courthouse, and they'll do it at a disclosed location, and they'll sequester the jury. This jury is not sequestered, by the way, so they go to their homes every night. They get transported by bus. They're not being housed like, you know, somewhere secure. And, and yeah, so they drive their own vehicles to a a certain spot and board this bus every day. That's what the MSNBC reporter was trying to do. So you, you know, you could say, hey, let's just make a business decision. Let's go with hung jury. Right. Let's go with hung jury or let's go with guilty. They'll appeal it and we'll move on. Or I think the judge steps in and says, this is a mistrial. It's a mistrial on a whole bunch of fronts, whether he will say mistrial with justice or not. I don't know. But I do not believe we are going to see today or tomorrow or I think it's going to be another few days or so. I don't think we're going to see innocent. Yeah, I, I think and, something and it really sucks because what I what I this case has made me see is that America has turned into a people-pleasing country. Well, it's just driven It's just driven by media, and I think it's why our second uh, topic really goes right here, because what is at stake is Kyle Rittenhouse's freedom. Absolutely. And uh, the question I threw to you this week as we were trying to decide what we talk about was how valuable is freedom? Mm. How valuable is it? Uh, we were at the, I guess it was last week, yeah, the previous week, our, the... Uh, Veterans Day program at at the high school here, which all the students put on. But uh, something happened this week that was kind of a flashpoint. Jedediah Bila, uh, who she went on The View. She is a conservative voice. She is the former conservative voice of The View. And uh, she went on and, and basically said, just because you have the vaccine doesn't mean you can't give COVID. And just because you have the vaccine doesn't mean you can't give COVID. Okay, we've stated that on this show. You That information is on the CDC website. But Joy Behar called her a liar and basically said, we can't allow this to continue, this misinformation on their show. And so they shut her down, and there's this unique line from the exchange. And here's what Joy Behar says. I'm going to read it to you versus play it. Joy Behar says, I just don't understand why you would prioritize your personal freedoms over the health and safety of others. Uh, what? Because that's why we live in this country. But I think it begs a deeper question, Dave, I want you to answer. We're, we're all in favor of limiting and rejecting freedoms when it contradicts our thoughts and feelings. Do we not see where this is going? How does this go anywhere good? When we, as the the land of the free and home of the brave, when we come to a spot where we say, well, why do you care about your personal freedoms? Well, I mean, 
So I, I feel like it's a trickle down effect. It starts somewhere. And COVID was the perfect storm for I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say for the Democratic Party. I'm just gonna say for the government in general. To start this trickle down effect of gaining more control over the American people. And they've used COVID um across the board in all things big companies big farm like it is it has trickled down um and it's affecting people of all ages and so um people people are say all the time you know like why do y'all still talk about covid well because it's very relevant and because if we don't talk about it and we don't fight back against what's being done and what's being said and what's being mandated then ultimately what little freedom we still have left is going to be taken away. Yeah, it's funny. That may be the that may be the best, <laughs> deepest that you've ever pulled in this podcast. What can I say? Blind squirrel every now and then. No, I think you're right. I, this is why COVID matters. This is why it continues to be a point here. And this is why you see two completely different Americas unfolding and being lived out today. Yep. Today, right now. You and I are going to go to a stadium tonight. It's going to be packed with thousands and thousands of fans. We're not going to wear a mask. We're not going to wear a mask into any restaurant we go in along the way. Any I ain't wearing it in my car day. either. Nowhere. Our kids are in school today. None of them are in masks. None of their teachers are in masks. And yet, 50% of this country does not know the life you and me have right now. Nope. It's insane. Now, I would say, are we more free than a lot of people? Yes. Yes. We are. But the fact remains, we're less free. I, I think that's why you and I are concerned about this. But as America, we are less free today than we've, than we've I don't want to say ever been, but than we've been in a very long time. Well, we're, we are, and, and we've, we've made it um, shameful. Yeah. We've we made it shameful to be Americans, to be proud to be Americans, to live in freedom. There's several things out. We can jump into any of these. Uh, this is going to be the most expensive Thanksgiving on record. Insane. Gas. This morning I drove. I went to get Leah gas this morning. I drove to the gas station. One gas station was three fifteen. One was two ninety seven. What was three fifteen? Sefco. Uh no no no. Down by the, line, Creek? the lines. Then. Oh okay okay. I whip around. I come back, man. I'm taking two ninety seven. Like I would take every penny you can get right now. Absolutely. Um, things are starting to be. Uh, things are starting to to be less. Hey, we're we're told. Hey, we gotta appreciate those things. Just appreciate that our, our European counterparts. They're they're used to these kinds of things. We 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 just need to appreciate those. Let me tell you what I appreciate. I appreciate that on my bookshelf is my granddad's Purple Heart because he fought so I don't have to drink room temperature soda without ice. Right. So that I'm not speaking German. Yeah. That's what I appreciate. I appreciate that my granddad and hundreds of thousands of other men and women were willing to lay down their life so that I had the freedom to pick. Mm. And you sent the deal about where that that here we see it getting better, right? Yeah. Life in Texas is normal, but for the, the most part, but, you get to the bigger the bigger cities, it's kind of different. But for the most part, you sent a deal about Disney Cruise. Yeah, they're kind of idiots. So. <laughs> Um, and I, I don't, I mean that in the most loving way. Um, but they have now mandated, Lauren showed me this, we were driving back from College Station yesterday, getting our very expensive Thanksgiving, uh, day ingredients. 
And uh, by the way, top ten list coming up. Stay top tuned. ten list Ryan, coming up. Uh, Disney Cruise Line has now mandated for chil for children, yeah, five, five and older, uh, to get the vaccine if they want to come on their cruise. And and I. This just go. This just goes back to what I said. It's a trickle down effect. I mean, how much harder can you press this? I mean, you know, just just back in hurricane season, uh, Joe Joe Biden said, "Hey, here's what you can do to get prepared for the hurricanes: get vaccinated now." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like, this is kind of what it is. Like, I don't think Disney um, has gotten the memo because I think. I think that because I don't even think they look at science because your child, we've said this, Bronson has said this, I feel like a hundred times, that your child is more likely to die in a car crash than from COVID-19. But heck, I'm going to go even farther and make my own statement, Bronson. Okay. <laughs> your child is more likely to die on the next Titanic than from COVID-19. Eh, that I don't know about. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you could die on a Disney cruise. Like, like, oh my goodness! I don't, like, I don't, we, I don't have the CDC records <laughs> on boating deaths in America right now, but we do know that your child is more likely to die of drowning, yes, uh, than COVID. And they so, fell off the cruise ship. They fall, don't you, take your kid. It's a fact. Uh, I have seen some. If you fall off a cruise ship, you're not getting rescued. They can't turn. They can't turn the thing around. Well, you'll be in the water for a very long time. Very long time. Because there will be slowly turning, and you'll probably get sucked underneath. Yeah. But you're right. This is part of a bigger problem and a much bigger endemic. And the fact of the matter is, is that we can look at a million things mm. and show that our freedoms have been stripped away of us. And, you know, I think about how it works. I was thinking about this the other day. You're not old enough to remember this, but following 9-11, in record time, the government unanimously, bipartisan, approved a bill called the Patriot Act. Mm. And there were some at the time, very few, but there were some that warned, hey, this is not a good idea. This is going to violate Americans' freedoms and privacy. And Can this you ha is hash it, like, hash basically the Patriot Act allows the government to spy on other Americans mm -hmm. if they are deemed a threat to your security, threat mm -hmm. to the security. Well, that was meant to say, hey, we're going to increase phone records. Trickle Who are they down texting? Effect. Who are they? Trickle down effect. Yeah, and now what? Well, guess what? Now they want to look at your bank account if you got six hundred more dollars, six hundred more dollars in it. And the FBI, you and I have been on this. Listen, there are there are a few things. They're probably listening to us. There right are a few things we're on that no other podcast is on. They suck. And one of the things that you and I have been on for quite a while that I think's been is this targeting of parents who are trying to know what's being taught in their kids' schools, who are speaking out at school board meetings. I was looking for the Kyle Rittenhouse. I was seeing if something was on Twitter so that we could have a breaking news segment. But uh, instead of what I found was, uh, a, I don't know if she's a governor, but someone pretty much said, like, like, why do you think you should be in control of, your, of what your child learns in school? Uh, because... Uh, you wouldn't go into the hospital parents, and help. Here's what she said, Christina Wyman. Ah, you know what parents, I'm talking about. Parents who think they have the right to control teaching and learning because their children are the ones being educated is sort of like you entering a surgical in unit thinking you can interfere with an operation because the patient is your child. First off, two different things. Completely different. Completely different things. One, no no offense to Bronson, half of, half of my family are educators. We're educators. Um, educators of the gospel, by the way, if you didn't know that. But, uh, <laughs> I think everybody knows that. <laughs> but, like, it's totally different. Being a doctor it takes a long time. 
and it takes a smart person. I'm not saying teachers are dumb, but like you go get a four year degree and be a teacher for anything. You have a you had a degree in history and you were teaching what? Algebra. Algebra. <laughs> That's right. I'm not saying you're not good at algebra, right. but like this is what this is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 pretty different. Anybody can be a teacher nowadays. Well, one pertains to values. Yeah. Okay. The education of your child, especially when it drifts into things like critical race theory or indoctrination against America, that is your role as a parent. When it comes yep. to life-saving measures, that's outside of your hands to be able to control. Right. You need access to instruments, testing, technology, things Unless like that. Unless you're a literal doctor. That you simply can't have. Okay? Mm. And we recently covered on the podcast Attorney General Mer Merrick Garland who released the memo to the FBI and Biden's DOJ saying that the FBI would target parents who were speaking out at school board meetings. Garland then went before Congress. He said, no, this is not going to happen at all. It was just a memo. It was just saying, like, hey, look out for these things. But we've never... We, we've never unleashed the FBI or the DOJ on parents. And then this week, an FBI whistleblower says, hey, the DOJ is targeting and, quote, tagging parents in order to track them, trace them, et cetera, who they perceive as threats to local school boards. That serves as direct contradiction to what Garland went before Congress and said they would be doing. Well, and I it's think so it funny further con con confirms for us that even in areas where you think you are in control, as a parent, you pay the taxes, you pay the salaries, it's your child. Yep. Really, you're not free. You're mm. under the thumb of of Big Brother and the government. Absolutely. And I forgot what I was going to say because you kept going and I had a thought and uh, my well, thought I'll hit you with this. Me. I'll hit you with some other breaking news this week. The U.S. CDC, under a Freedom of Information Act request, admitted this, there is no data that indicates an unvaccinated person has spread COVID after having recovered from COVID. Mm. Hmm. So that tells you what? That tells you that the lockdowns Stupid. are not about health. They're about freedom. Control. We also have... My gosh, the if Fifth we Circuit continue Court. down this road, Bronson, we're going to end up like Australia. Well, yeah. I mean, no, because Australia doesn't have the Second Amendment. That's why we won't end up like that. Okay, fair But the enough. Fifth Circuit Court ruled that Biden's vax mandate was unconstitutional. Biden. They shock, They called it a shockingly broad overreach. And as a result, OSHA has halted all enforcement. Well, let me, hit you, awesome. with the, let me like, hit you with the latest vaccination numbers. Listen to this. 80% of Americans are vaccinated. I didn't. Wow. Are you sure this is still about health? Eighty-five. What, what was it? There was a number that that Fauci said of like herd immunity. If we reach this percent, yeah, I believe it was eighty percent. I think it's actually okay. been lower now, though. They're saying like ten thousand cases a day or something. Like if we reach that, that number never at any point in these eighteen months has ever even been reached. But eighty-five point eight percent of people 65 and older fully vaccinated should be 85.9 percent of people ages 50 to 64 fully vaccinated 78 percent of people age 40 to 49 are vaccinated and listen to this one 57 percent of 12 to 17 year olds are vaccinated that's stupid that what, is stupid what then are we waiting on how is any of this still about health i want it's not about your health. I want people it's to about hear, your freedom. I want people to hear us real quick. If you if you stuck your child in the arm with a COVID nineteen vaccine. Experimental COVID nineteen vaccine. Experimental 
look, if you're if you're 50 and above, we've said this before. If you're 50 and above, get the vaccine. One, if there's future issues with it, if there's future problems with it, you probably you probably won't live to see that. But you're 12 to 18 year old, you're sticking them in the arm with a COVID-19 vaccine. Experimental, by the way, not knowing what in the world is going to happen long term. You're putting them more at health risk than than just letting them live their life without the vaccine. Thanks for the good news, Dave. <laughs> hey, if you're 51, you're listening to the podcast, you're going to die faster than the vaccine will kill you anyways. Facts. Uh, Go ahead and get it. I'm going to end it like this because I listened to a report from a, a guy who was involved on the coronavirus task force. And he's recently got a book out. And here is what he made very clear. that Remember Dr. Burks? Do you remember her? Her and Fauci used to give the daily briefings, and they'd kind of alternate. And then Burks went away, and it's just been the Fauci show Well, because show she ever probably since. was like, this is stupid. Nope. Mm-mm. She was actually the head of the medical side of the task force. She was the voice of was, the government response. I was just having hope. But here's what these latest allegations claim is that the idea for lockdowns was Fauci and Burks. It was supported by the coronavirus task force from the beginning. That's that's even under Trump. That the general philosophy was protection at all cost against coronavirus. Now, never in medical history has there been a at all cost approach because Medical experts understand there's always an additional cost. Mm. It's never just that. Because what we've seen through the roof is we've seen one in four college students try to kill themselves. We've seen uh, a 3x increase in the mental health of middle school and high school students. We've seen depression at an all-time increase. Listen to this number, brand new out from, I believe, The Guardian, 300,000 unreported cases of child abuse occurred while schools were locked down 300,000 for what we know the number less than 500 kids 18 years and under have died yet we sacrificed 300,000 children to be abused here's what this tells me it tells me you were closer than you think with your theory earlier This is not about a political ideology. This is not Republican or Democrat. This is about ruling elite versus everyone else. Yeah. Because controlling your freedom, being able to go into lockdowns was a luxury of the rich. And this right here. Because guess who didn't get locked down? Well, anyone who could have a Zoom meeting then doesn't have a job that requires most of the things that the middle class or the uh, you know, minority. Even Pelosi was going to get her hair did. You know what I'm saying? I'm just telling you, we're we're witnessing. This is a class warfare. This is a cognitive test of the will of the American people to fight to continue to stand up and fight for the freedoms that our grandparents and the people who came before us made available for you and me. And you hope. and me are free to do this podcast and to speak. Yep. Just like we're free to decide whether our kid gets a vaccine or not, whether we get a vaccine or not, because people laid down their life for us. And I believe this is a test of the will of the American people to say, will we continue to be the freest country the world has ever known, or do we want to go the way of of um, of other other parts that have given up that freedom for the sake of safety Mm. and i'll just tell you this 
when you think that the government is making you safe, it's coming at a higher price than you were ever prepared to pay. Absolutely. Boom. You better write that down if you're taking notes. Uh, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't remember what I just said. But uh, we, we're we going to get to our giant – I know what you're all here for. You're here for the Thanksgiving sides, and we're going to get to that in a minute. But something happened maybe, this, something happened this weekend that maybe proves I'm old and cratchety. Yes, it does. We're, so we're going to find out. But on Saturday, I'm watching the Baylor Bears – Beat My second favorite team, the, OU the Baylor Sooners, Bears, just as I predicted would happen. And I want, hey, pause. I just want everyone on this podcast to know that I didn't pick Baylor because every time Bronson picks Baylor, or previous to, to last Saturday, every time Bronson picked Baylor, they lost. So that's why I picked OU. I knew Baylor was going to win. The pick I just Anyways, want you to know. So Baylor is winning by uh, ten points. They're winning by ten. I believe it's ten. Win by 10. They have the ball. There's a minute something left. They take a knee. They run it all the way down to 40 seconds. They take another knee. They run it all the way down, and there's a one or two, maybe three-second difference between the game clock and the play clock. So instead of taking one more knee kneel, they take a timeout with one second left. The students storm the field. The... Lincoln Riley is losing his mind, by the way, because you have students storming the sidelines. His players are still there. The game's not over. They finally get everybody cleared. They make OU come back out, and Baylor kicks a field goal because Aranda said, well, he was playing for the tiebreaker because in the Big 12, in the case of a tiebreaker, uh, the second or third criteria is, I don't hate is it. point differential. I don't hate it. I'm not mad about it. Here's the thing. We have got to stop field storming in college why? Tell me I'm, why. This is tell me why you're old crotchety yourself saying these things. Listen, number one, you have had these students at a tailgate since the crack of dawn, and you know what they ain't doing? They ain't drinking water. I mean, I don't care how David. I mean, I'm not saying no, no, no. I okay. would, I would disagree with okay, you. Okay, number one, they're not drinking water. They're not drinking diet coke. Well. Just Diet Coke. They're, they are enjoying a mini and adult beverage. Agree? Mini. A mini. Okay, a mini. Times 10. They probably spent Friday night out enjoying multiple adult beverages as well. They then went to the game. They sat behind the visitor bench. They screamed obscenities at these players. And now, in a blink of an eye, they have access to the field. And here's what's going to happen. One of those players is going to haul off and knock the you-know-what out of a student, and we are going to have a mess on our hands. Well, so here's what I say. I don't give a crap. Who, I mean, what else are you going to do when you beat Alabama? Dance in the stands. No. High-five your That's your national championship. You rushed the field. Ask Texas A&M. Stop it. They felt good about it. They had to rush the field because it might not ever happen again. Okay, here you go, college football. You're a bunch of hypocrites then. How? Bam. How are you going to defend this? Last year, you didn't play with empty. You play with empty stadiums. You force these players to wear a mask, even though the coronavirus is of no concern to them. You then test them repeatedly. You're having college players and coaches test positive for COVID simply because you're testing them all under the guise of player safety. Money, 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 money. Under the guise of player safety, you eject someone for targeting of any kind, even I- incidental. And yet, it's not 
player safety I'm also to have 20,000 I'm also students? just going to say, uh, do we not just remember what happened a few weeks ago at the Travis Scott show where people just bum-rushed? You can't stop 30,000, 40,000 people. Yes, you can. Watch this. Hey, students, if you rush this field, we have security cameras all in this stadium. If you rush this field, you will be removed from this school. You'll be removed from this university. Stay in the stands. Your right to get a student ticket if to future games will, will be revoked. You will be ticketed. Whatever the case may be, you have that ability. You make an announcement. The school you, does not care. Or you say. The school does not care. Or you say, do not storm this field. We have to let this team get to the locker room. The school does not care. Just saying, then you're a bunch of hypocrites. Because last year, it was player safety. The schools aren't hypocrites. It's the NCAA. Those are the hypocrites. It's not the schools. Um, yes. The school. The school. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. Uh, those schools have pushed masks in classrooms. Well. Abundance of caution. <sighs> Ridiculous. Just stop being End old. field storming. Because we're about to start college basketball. And guess what? They stormed the court in college basketball, too. And that... That drives me nuts also. <laughs> stop it. You need to stop. Okay, listen, I'm well prepared to you speak need a about hug. this. Do you need a hug today? I have two, you two need a times hug. in my life I have torn down a goalpost in a college football game. Yeah, and yet you're sitting here complaining. It's called wisdom. No. No. Okay, moving on. You just stop it. Here we are. We have arrived. Folks, this week, I hope you understand the importance of this week. Very important. This week is not just any week. It is important that you do not starve yourself this week because you do not want your stomach to shrink. You need to continue to eat. You need to be. Mm. be you need to continue to warm up. I knew that was a lie. You need to warm up your stomach. I knew you got to keep lie. yourself ready. Also, don't do what I did. Yesterday, I hung Christmas lights in my sweatpants. I got to get those babies clean. So you need your are, sweatpants? You only got one pair of sweatpants? Yeah. I mean, that I want to eat. And I don't want to eat in my nice joggers, you know? Oh, uh, I got you. So these are like your Thanksgiving sweatpants. That's right. They're huge. They're my old SGC pants. They're solid XL, you know? And you know how sweats. You know, like an XL in sweats is like a 12X in normal pants, you know? These things are perfectly equipped. They mm. could be maternity pants or Thanksgiving pants. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is this is me and you think of like, like we're just going to dress chill. Don't say that. Don't don't don't, look, do don't let me into your thinking. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, style wise, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> don't let, no. Don't let me into your style. What are you talking about? This is you would literally wear what I'm wearing right now. I would literally wear what you're, you're wearing, wearing your wife because we are literally wearing this basically the same. You're thing. wearing your wife's jacket. That's not this. My, it was in the men's section. <laughs> the men section. It's dicey. It's a. It's you're a. Dicey, you it's dicey. It's an in between. You're dicey. But anyways, we bring to you. For your viewing pleasure, the first ever, first annual, for what it's worth, we have ranked. A lot of work has gone into this, and we have ranked the best sides. Okay. Listen, do not go to your family's Thanksgiving until you've listened to what we have to so say. So let me break so it David, down for you. Right, David has a tiered system yes. that is riddled with flaws. So we're going to break his down. It's not riddled with flaws, and you're going to follow it because it's legit. We're going to break it down, and then I'm going to give you the top list of how to have a successful Thanksgiving. Wait, wait. So, are so you going to add to my tier list? No, let's hear your tier list. You're not going to add to my tier list. It's a tiered, you, not like, hey, this is so brutal that I'm crying. Tiered as in steps. No, so, no, no. you got to add to it. All right. As I go through Let's each. break down the tier list. All right, so all it's right. a tier list. S to F. S is special. Like, like if it's there, it's on my plate, no right. matter what. Yeah, you heard that right. S is higher than A. S is higher than A. Okay. A, if it's there, I'm probably putting it on my plate. Okay. B, 
Maybe if I'm feeling it. Depends on space. Just depending on okay. space. Okay. C is like, uh, I might grab one or I might get like a little spoonful. You know what okay. I'm saying? I might just try it. Okay. F is absolutely not. Okay. So just to recap, S, A, B, C, F. This yes. is the David Oglesby tiered system of F is like, it dishes. doesn't touch my plate. Right, give us the my things fork, that, Let's start with the Fs. What does not touch your plate? All right. What does not touch my plate? You better add as we go Okay. Along. Here we go. Any sort of casserole Vito. does not touch my plate. Oh, my gosh. Any sort of casserole. <laughs> this ranking is off to a horrible stop, start. Stop, stop, stop. It's going to get worse for you. No casserole, okay? I don't like cranberry sauce. Oh, my gosh. It's not touching my plate. Or puppies. <laughs> what are you talking about? I love my dog. Or America. All right. Okay, so my no casseroles. Family- not my okay so is my family but specifically lauren's side of the family loves brussels sprouts brussels sprouts will not be on my plate facts let's they don't even make the list no so that's why they're f for me f and then and then i'm not a big candy yams guy don't even know what those are not even there's some discrepancy on what actually candied yams are i think someone's gonna listen to this podcast and they're gonna text me and they're gonna say you're an idiot you don't know what candy yams are yep i always thought candied yams and sweet potatoes were the same thing We'll agree to disagree there. But, yeah, I'm okay. okay. 50% of your F is solid. What do you got in the F? You got anything in the F? No. No. Listen. Is there anything I that's told not going to touch your plate? I told you my Thanksgiving strategy. Just tell me. What, what did I tell you my Thanksgiving strategy I know, was? I know. But, seriously, just to, if there's just something, is there just something that you're, like, absolutely not Hard-boiled eggs. That's fair. They don't really show up at Thanksgiving, but if they do, I'm out. But, like, deviled eggs, though? Yeah. I'm Out. 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 I don't. You want to bust those out at Easter? I don't sure. hate it. That would fall into my. That would fall maybe into even, my my seat. Maybe even Christmas lunch. That would okay. fall into my seat. But there's I no, grab it. Th- what are we doing with that at Thanksgiving? Come on, let's my family does do that. So I just want everyone. I should I preface this. This stuff is stuff that normally shows up at my Thanksgiving day. Hey, meals what about my what about cream corn? Cream corn. I don't hate it. It would probably be in the no, B tier for me. I think it's an F at Thanksgiving. Cause well, that's just, fine. It just leaks. It's leaky. It's leaky? Yeah. But you said you like the juices. Yeah, no. No, it can't be It can't be watery. Okay, fair enough. Juice is different than leaky. Fair enough. All right, so let's go up to C. C, here we go. I only have one thing in my C, right. my tier list, and that is bacon-wrapped asparagus. I'm only going to probably grab one if it's there. Maybe. Uh, I don't go to bougie Thanksgiving dinners like you do. Where there's bacon wrapped asparagus delivered on the I platform. bet your Thanksgiving is more bougie than mine. Bull. My my Thanksgiving is catered. Exactly. I'm sorry. I'm you sorry. Get whatever you want. I, I don't apologize. You get whatever but listen, you want. Listen, we don't know we don't bougie it up with the listen, if there's bacon wrapped asparagus, I don't care if it's Monday, Tuesday, Friday, you Christmas. Grabbing it? You, yes. <laughs> Bacon, David. I know, but that's the thing. I just eat the bacon. I don't really eat the asparagus. That's fine. I'm down. There won't be bacon wrapped asparagus at my. We have a non bougie Thanksgiving, but if it's there, I'm in. But like, it is weird though that you that you even put C as a tier and you didn't even put anything in it. I just put one thing: crisp bacon wrapped asparagus. There's something in it. Okay, let's hear what the B's are. All right, B. This is like this is like I'll probably get a spoonful. Maybe I might just get a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Classic stuffing. Okay. Classic stuffing. I'll probably grab a spoonful. That's an A for me. You got to have it. That's an A for it. you. That's yeah. fine. That, I, I don't hate that. And then cornbread dressing. So for me, those are very similar. They're very Often similar. there's only one but they're, of they're, the two. They're still different. Okay. And so I'd probably get, I'd probably get a little bit of both. I'd probably get a little bit of both. A little bit of both. All right. My A tier is like, uh, I'm probably getting some. 
and it's going to be more than a you know it's going to be a, a healthy scoop. You know okay. what I'm saying? All right. Healthy oh. scoop. I like a like a baked sweet potato. Cut it open. Drop in some of that cinnamon butter. It is strange it, that you want a baked sweet potato filled with all the things, but you don't want sweet potato casserole. Well, so like I told you, my family does it different. They put like marshmallows and stuff on top. I don't like it. I got you. So so sweet potato casserole sans marshmallows. Yes. Okay. Sans means without. Yes. Okay. That would be fine. Okay. I would eat that. All right. All right. Buttermilk biscuit. You have a mm. rule. What is your rule on the biscuit mm. to roll and biscuit oh, to roll? Listen, this is very important for you amateurs out there. You you it's one to one. One to one. I, I think roll. So if you got ten sides, you got ten, 10 rolls. rolls. It's that's it's a that's a must. You dip your roll in each side. Whatever you do, whatever you want with that roll. Mm. Lots of butter. Mm. Make a little turkey, a little cranberry. Just make you a little sandwich right hey. there. Then the then all the juices start. You just kind of sop it up. You get the turkey, and then every time you put a scoop of a side, you need to put a roll. Hey, on your let me plate. tell you. Let me tell you what Lauren does. I might save you one and bring it to you. She makes like this uh, honey. She makes this honey butter, and she like she makes her own dough, and she kind of rolls it out, and she spreads that honey butter on it, and she rolls it up, and she kind of cuts it like you would do a cinnamon roll. I don't Bro, even care. It is fire. I'll just take the Hawaiian out of the roll. So throw them in the, throw them in the oven. Stop. I don't even like. I don't. I don't. I like them in the oven, but like I just pull them out of the Facts. the box and eat it. You know what I'm saying? Like best. Okay. All right, cornbread. Yeah. I like cornbread. So it's, it's an odd Thanksgiving because you you've so far in this list have hit stuffing, which is made of cornbread. You've hit cornbread dressing, which is cornbread, and now cornbread. That you got like the starchy. Well, I'm about to I'm ever. about to do it again because uh, corn okay. is on my a on my a tier. A, I like just corn like corn on corn, the cob. Corn on the co- any kind of corn. Okay. Any kind of corn. Are we to the S's yet? We're about to after okay. this one. Gravy. Well, isn't gravy a mandatory? Yeah, absolutely. It's in my A. But oh, I thought I like gravy. Some oh, okay. people don't like gravy. Oh no, I don't like cranberry sauce. Gravy, is, what I'm saying? gravy is like the comforter on your bed. See what I'm saying? I'm just saying. Okay, let's hear All these right. S's. S tier, baby. I'm not baby. hopeful. You are hopeful. We already had this conversation. Okay, let's hear them. Slow baked multi cheese mac and cheese. I'm there for it, man. Ooh, <sighs> ooh, like two scoops, two scoops. You know That's what I'm fine. S tier, baby. I got you. And then the other one. Is nice, creamy, butter, garlic, mashed potatoes. I'm, I'm with you. All there, baby. Like, you talking about one-to-one? It's like <laughs> two-to-one with hey, the rolls. You know what I'm saying? Th- those are your only S sides? Yeah. Those are it. Okay. Because Let's- because then I just get a bunch of turkey. Normally, I eat more turkey than I do sides. Oh, no. Yeah. No. I'm a big fried turkey guy. I Listen, love it. Listen, there don't even have to be turkey. I get me a turkey leg every Thanksgiving. Oh. Fried turkey leg. Let me set you mm. straight. Let me set you straight. Set here, straight. Here is Bronson's top 10. Okay? Here's what you got to have. First off, at number 10, I got the appetizer, olives. Nope. You got to have a bowl of olives. Nope. Okay? You then, what the world here is? we go. I'm going to get you nine through one. Okay. Here we go. Number nine. Mashed potatoes. You got to have them. Absolutely. They're a Agreed. must. I like it. Number eight, rolls. We've yep. already covered this. One to one. Seven, mac and cheese. Yep. 100%. Okay. Now we start to get really good. Six, five. I'm off here. Fruit salad. Nope. Okay. Not me. I'm out. It's the whipped on cream. The fruit salad. It's the cherry pie filling. It's, uh, I think that's all that's in it. Sometimes some oranges. I'm out, dog. It's amazing. I'm out. Now we go to number four. This list is off. Number four, green bean casserole. I don't eat casseroles. 
You F2. don't even know. That, that's just a term. Casserole is just a term. Mm-hmm. I don't eat it. I don't like it. I've tried it. Green bean casserole. Tried Number it. three. Like it. I'm just calling it stuffing and dressing. Like cra- like classic. Like Yeah. The pile of stuffing and dressing has to be bigger Do than, you put than your... the pile of turkey. Okay. 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 Stuffing, dressing, whatever you want to call it. Number two, cranberry sauce. F tier for me. You know I'm a whole that. can. Just dump the whole thing on you top like of the turkey. You like the can or do you like the homemade? <laughs> I love the can. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> no, m- mom knows. Okay. Mom knows. Hey, mom, don't try to make mom this. Mom knows. My, I never had had homemade cranberry sauce until I met Leah's parents. Uh-huh. And it was... Uh, Tread lightly. Tread lightly. They yeah. don't listen to the podcast. It was... It was a Tread lightly. Awful. <laughs> awful. They also did cucumbers and vinegar. Oh, yeah. no. Worst Thanksgiving oh, ever. Oh, my gosh. And uh, oh oh and like a um, vegan does that make sense yeah gluten free vegan stuffing what dude garbage that sounds terrible so I just take a granola bar when I go over there and number one sweet potato casserole dude I can eat a whole thing I need a whole one there you go so take our take our advice and you have yourselves a very happy Thanksgiving and we come to the pick'em things have gotten interesting in a pick'em. Dave was out to a great lead. Dave is now 50 and 34 after back to back weeks of four and four. And Bronson is 49 and 35 after back to back weeks of five and three. Slowly and last, making a comeback. And last week, we got just a really, really awesome moment that seldom happens when you're talking about podcasts. And so uh, take a listen to what happened last week on the show. I don't even know why Purdue is ranked. This is what they do they win big, then they'll lose big. Mark it down. Purdue loses big. Ohio State wins big. If they were unranked. Nope. They'll be unranked next week. And you heard it right here. Took took Ohio State to cover the points. They covered and Purdue falls from 19th. Why are they all the way up at 19? We have no idea because the Big Ten pays more money to the college football playoff. To where are they in the polls today, David Oglesby? They are unranked. So, if you follow my advice. Hey, guess who else is unranked? I love this one. Uh, Auburn? Yes. Okay. Take that, Auburn. I don't Auburn. know why you hate Auburn. But I hate him so much. if you follow my advice, you too can have a big Saturday. So we're about to present to you our matchups for this week. Follow my advice. Get rich, kids. Number one. Number seven, Michigan State travels to the horseshoe. Number five, OSU getting 19 points at 11 a.m. on ABC. Dang, 19. What do you got that there, Dave? Wild. I got, got seven got Michigan State in the points. You got Michigan State in the points. Look, occasionally I make mistakes. Very seldom. I think like three times in my life. But when I do, I try to <laughs> learn from my mistakes. <laughs> I picked Michigan to cover a few weeks ago. You remember that. And I picked Michigan State to win. I paid the price. I learned from my mistakes. Tucker has a new contract. He's now not going anywhere. Uh, It was big. It's an elimination game. I also like Sparty and the points. A unique matchup. But I have a feeling. I I just got a feeling deep down that Michigan State's going to pull out the win. Maybe. I'll take them in the points. So you give me 19 points. I like it. I like it. Number 10, Wake Forest travels to Death Valley. Clemson. Clemson's getting four points, 11 a.m. on ESPN. Wild. What do you like here? I got 10 Wake Forest with the W. Listen, uh, Clemson is sneaky good. They have really, really rallied. I think Dabo is going to have a great pregame speech. But you're giving me Wake Forest who only has one loss and the points, and not to mention Clemson is 
suffering from the worst quarterback play since Jamarcus Iconita Hold Turkey Russell. I'm taking Wake Forest and the points as well. Big 12 matchup, unranked Iowa State travels to 13 OU, minus 4 at 11 a.m. on Fox. So again, we have another loaded 11 a.m. slate while I'll be on the soccer field. What do you have here? Well, I don't think you're going to miss much with this game. I got I got OU to bounce back this week. Yeah, this one's hard for me. I mean, Lincoln you want to pit Iowa State? Like, Listen. Like, there's just a part of you that does. but Lincoln Riley is going to LSU. I think that's a given. Okay, this game has disaster written all over it, but I don't. I'm with you. OU cannot play worse than they played last week. Yeah. Uh, I also think Iowa State's the A and M of the Big Twelve. It's our year. Look at us. We're ranked. They were preseason top ten. They beat Oak State. They said, "Hey, we beat Texas." So did my daughter's flag football team. <laughs> I like OU's chances here. Uh, perhaps closer than the experts think, but I'm with you. Home game to Norman is exactly what Lincoln Riley needs this week. 21, Arkansas at the number two, Bama Crimson Tide. 20 and a half. That's the 230 CBS game. What say you, Oglesby? What say I? I say two Bama. You say number Outright. two Bama. Listen, Arkansas is ranked. They're good. Uh, They're not a bad football team. They looked terrible. They looked like Arkansas last week against LSU. And it's a lot of points to cover. Oh, here's what we know Bill O'Brien did what Bill O'Brien does. He beats awful teams. I hate him. And I just don't know what to go from here. I don't like their chances to cover at all the way Arkansas controls the ball, runs the clock. But I'm hedging here knowing that I'm only trailing you by one. You got to so, pick something. I'm also taking Bama. SMU, the ponies, the Dallas ponies as they go by. At the number five Cincinnati Bearcats getting 11 it's and a half. It's about time we pick another Cincinnati game. 230 ESPN. What do you got going on there at uh, Nippert Stadium I got in Cincinnati, Ohio? I got five Cincinnati. Ooh, 11 and a half. Let me tell you, what I see happening to Cincinnati is a greater travesty than my seventh grade student council election campaign. I think this is robbery in broad daylight to the Cincinnati Bearcats. I think they go out and prove something. Look, here's what I think's happened. Fickle, he's leaving. Okay, there's nothing Cincinnati can do about it. But where tip, do you think he's going? Well, USC maybe. That seems to be where he's rumored the most. And here's what I think. There's nothing they can do to keep him, but tends to be the case. This was true when Tom Herman left Houston. This is true when most of these guys leave a, a non-Power 5 school who has a chance to crash the party. He stays to see them through the New Year's Six Bowl. They've got a chance to do that. Here's what I think is so unfair for Cincinnati. No other team has had to defend where they are in the rankings. Yeah. And yet here Cincinnati is, instead of being able to just focus on football, they got to go on all these press conferences and be like, man, why are we getting hosed? I think they've been trying to prove doubters wrong. I think this week they play. They just let their play do the talking. I think they win big. They're definitely big Michigan State fans this week. So big for sure. Big Michigan State. Your fans number week. eleven Baylor Bears travel to K State. Second, second. Even, even four thirty. Which on, is wild to me. I, I hate these four thirty kicks. This game is on FS one. So looking for it's not going to be on Fox. It's on FS one. Do your Bears go? I got my number two favorite team in the country. <laughs> the fighting Baylor Bears come out with a massive victory. Massive victory. Massive I, I don't victory. know about massive victory. Shows how little you know 21 about K-State. Points. 
Uh, I want you, when we get done, I want you to call Miss Jerry Hughes and tell her you think massive victory. I love her so much. Uh, Dave Aranda's linked to every job in the country. Listen to me. You heard it right here first. Please Aranda. Don't, please don't leave. Aranda's going nowhere. But Manhattan is a hard place to play. I think Manhattan, Kansas is literally, if you look up the Sounds middle of terrible. nowhere, uh, they call it the Little Apple. You think it snows there? Oh, yes. Do you think it's going to be snowing there on Saturday? No. What a dumb question. Anyways. Ouch. Let me tell you. I don't you like apples. Feelings. You know who loves apples, though? <laughs> bears love apples. Bears love apples. I got the Bears as well in a straight pickup matchup. Number three, Oregon at number 24, Utah, minus three. This is the night game, 630 on ABC. You staying up for this? What time is it? 6.30. Oh, this ain't, that ain't bad. No, 6.30. I got three Oregon. You got three Oregon, I got yeah. to win it. A Pac-12 game that starts prior to 10 p.m. <laughs> Go figure. Uh, I'm still not here for it. I hate watching the Pac-12, uh, but there isn't much to watch, and so w- that we, we're picking it here. Here's I'm torn here. Oregon has gone to Ohio State, pulled off a big win there, and you're giving me points. Um I like the Ducks over the non-Mormon Utah school here. Non-Mormon. This, the non-Mormon Utah school. This is the school where they do all the uh, the stuff. Uh, the other one, that they don't, allegedly. And we end with the reason the Baylor game is we've got uh, number nine, Oklahoma State, traveling to Texas Tech, plus 10.5, 7 o'clock on Fox. That's why that Baylor game is on FS1. What do you got here? These are these are both teams have a cowboy as their mascot. Both teams ride a horse. Both teams do the pistol they sign. Seem kind of identical. Just but one team colors. is called the Cowboys. One team's called the Raiders. Mm. But it's like a you know like a masked raider. Give me give me ten Oklahoma State. Give you ten Oklahoma State. Listen, was that right? Uh, oh, they're not ten. What? They're nine. What? They're nine. Give me nine. Oklahoma yeah, nine State. Oklahoma State. Uh, Mike Gundy has a mullet. Love it. He's fifty, but he's still a man. He's got the Cowboys rolling. But something is happening in Lubbock. Texas Tech hired Joey McGuire from Baylor, who I've never seen a coach like immediately. He didn't stay with Baylor to finish the season. He is there. They're recruiting, and they have signed some big dudes. Let me tell you what you don't know, young pup. Lubbock, Texas is can be a miserable place. Not many people want to go to Lubbock, Texas. Not many people want to coach there, play there, live there. The sand blows. It takes the paint off your car. And Lubbock, Texas is a hard place to play at night. They are going to have the tortillas. They fling tortillas. What? Yeah. It's it's an amazing sight. They are going to have the Jones rocking. I assume my friend Matt will be there. Give me. The Red Raiders. Nice. And the points. I don't hate the pick. I am going with it. So that's the only spot. You and me got to wait till 7 o'clock. We won't know till Sunday morning. Nope. We will both wake up Sunday morning and find out, did I tie or am I now two back? Bonus here for us, uh, Franklin Lions, number one team in the state. Travel to really, uh, we play all neutral site games here in Texas, if you didn't know, but they travel to Cedar park uh to play stockdale and david and i have a fun game when we get to the stadium we we try to like do it over under we do it for yep. plays we do it for scores by quarters let's do it here live on the air and nine for, times out of ten i'm right by the way i think nine and a half times out of ten you're right like it's Fair. it's greater than that i don't know how you do it so 
Give me the over-under here. Let's find it. Over-under margin of the victory game, tonight for the Franklin Lions. Where are you, where are you trying to land at? Let's see, last week we won by 40. 63 to 7 last week. Okay. I'm going to go I'm going to go over 45 and a half. Oh, okay. Well, 45 and a half I too would take the over. Okay, so we'll go up 50. Okay. Over under 50. Man, 50. I would say I would I would feel good at 52. You feel good at 52? You want to do over under 52 and a half? I'll take 52 and a half. I'll take the under. You take the over? Yep. I'm down with it. We'll put it at 52 and a half, and we will see. We will see what happens. We'll have a good time there. Shout out to my SGC Hornets, by the way, taking on Haywood tonight. That is not a neutral site game because TSSAA sends you uh, into the other team stadiums all the way up to the next round. Winner, if uh, the Hornets were to win, David, they will play in the state semifinal game next week, which has never happened in school history. And so huge, huge moment. Ross Crenshaw, Nash Stidham, Ty Strokeberger, incredible, incredible group of guys, incredible team. Uh, uh just really, really um, excited for them, excited for Coach Stidham, Coach Truett, Coach Fischel, just a great group of guys there, and uh, fired up. You know me. You know how I multitask. I know how you multitask. You know I'll have the extra battery charger sticking out of my pocket, uh, and I will be cheering on the South Gibson Hornets on my phone while cheering on the Franklin Lions in person, and we're fired up for an incredible cold. It's going to be cold tonight. Oh, my gosh. Cold. My battery-powered vest is charging. Right now, it's going to be special. Do tonight. you have a portable heater? I don't have a portable heater. Nope. I'm shocked. Just actually. the battery powered vest. I'm really you shocked. know me. I'm fragile. Hey, we are glad Fragile-y. you tune in. Whatever your Thanksgiving hey. plans. Hey, uh, remember no. though, next week, no yeah, podcast. no podcast, no podcast next week. So enjoy your Thanksgiving. We're gonna enjoy ours, um, and we are so grateful you're here. Hey, be sure to share this if you're liking it. We really would love you to share the podcast for us. We. We tell you that on the front end, but we would love to remind you on the back end. Uh, We hope that you've enjoyed what you've heard today. Just remember, it's been our opinion. It's what we think, and we hope it's of some value to you for what it's worth.